Good morning. Welcome to Energy Works. Today we're talking about looking for the good. So in this time of great upheaval in the world, it's easy to get bogged in the mire and we need to look for the things that are good, look for the light. There may not be big light, but there's one little spot of light helps make a difference. So I want to encourage you and to clear energy around us finding the light in these dark times. So looking for the good. Okay, so what would you like to see? How would you like your world to look? What would you be interested in feeling? So we'd like to know where you feel it's stuck in your body and how you would like the big picture to look and how you envision the goodness in the world and what are the good things that you're already noticing that are out there that you may forget. All right, so we're going to go into our third chakra, which is about our willpower and our ambition and our ability to go and grab what we feel that we need to in life. All right, I'm seeing that all my needs are being met. I'm noticing my inner feelings. And even though we have difficulty and things might not be as we would normally have them, there is still possibility for our needs to be met. They may have to be met in a different way, and so we have to be open to the possibility of that. Uh, new doors are opening for me all the time. Okay, so some false beliefs at the moment. So things that we believe that we know really are silly, but we still think them. All right, something from age 16. The feeling of unforgiveness, also age 18 and age 32 and age 33. Uh, the subconscious belief that life must have burdens. Um, let's say I easily bear my burdens and my burdens are light. I guess we grow by our burdens. We grow strength in carrying them and in dealing with them. All right, so Catherine says that's her, inherited from her mum. Okay. So still not completely clear around um, seeing that all our needs are being met. So a generational problem here, dad's side, dad's mum and the women. And noticing our inner feelings, again generational, dad's side, dad's mum, but the men. And new doors are opening for me, still something to clear here. Jeans again, dad's side, dad's dad and the men. Okay, so now we're going into our aura, layers of the aura, so the fifth layer, so leaking energy, uh, something in, from females from the past, age 16, age 20, age 32, 36, 43, okay, reactions to feelings, Incorrect perceptions causing distrust and a form of depression. And I guess we're going through a rough patch at the moment and it's hard to see past that, but things will change and we have to keep holding on to the light and trust that we can see the light even in small things, the small things that people do for us or seeing colour outside or seeing beauty in nature or feeling love from your pets or, you know, little notes or texts or something from somebody that loves you. So now we're going into the throat chakra. All right, I spend my money wisely, my throat and vocal cords opening and smoothing. I'm finding ways everyone wins. Okay, so I, sometimes with the throat chakra, it's like we're not 
being honest with ourselves about what we're coping with or not what we're not coping with and we all like to pretend that we're okay so feeling stifled at the moment so for those of you that are on and can have connection if you can mention where you feel it in your body at the moment that would be helpful and using busyness as a way of avoiding truth I'm comfortable expressing my authentic self I substitute love, joy, and peace for old habits of addiction and abuse. Oh, thanks, Catherine. So upper right arm, okay. So conjunctivitis from Margaret, two days so far and some dizziness. All right, so we're going into the sixth chakra, which is around the eyes, and our pituitary gland comes up, which is in inside our head and the like the hypothalamus talks to the, the pituitary, so it's the s- second in charge. So mood being attached to outcome of events. And I guess it's almost like we have to choose our mood anyway despite what's happening. And sleep is involved here. So hard to get to sleep or stay asleep. Um, I'm aware in every moment. Okay, not seeing the truth comes up. And sometimes we don't want to see the truth, so we get an infection. Margaret's mentioned sleep issues, the story of her life. So I'm able to sleep. So minerals are coming up. Um, molybdenum, so magnesium and molybdenum. We used to get like molly zinc. We do have um, ionic molybdenum, but you could probably get it at a health food store. Uh, something age seven. Uh, so the inability to understand our own emotions. So when you were seven, what was happening? What was so hard to understand? Does your seven-year-old need some love? All right, so we're going into, oh, so age seven, her mother left, Catherine's mum left. Yeah, that would have been an awful time. And not understanding your own emotions and your mum's emotions and what was going on. So what's coming up here too, that chakra eight actually is under the first chakra and actually goes into the ground. So we actually are connected to Mother Earth. And it's like we need to reestablish the connection at different times to help release the energy through the earth. So feeling flighty and disconnected. And that would make sense when your mother left too, wouldn't it? Yes, that's very nice of you, Margaret. Hugs to Catherine, yeah. A physical contact with animals. So I don't know, are you a horse riding person or do you have a, a cat or a dog or a bird or a, a mouse or I don't know, what's your what animal do you have? Rabbit. Animals are here to help us deal with our problems. Um, Gratitude for our natural environment. So I guess going for walks in the bush is great. And we can ask to release trauma from your life, Catherine. All right, and we're going to plug in an oil called Holiday Joy. So it's like feeling as if you've had a holiday because at the moment there's not many holidays. Uh, So this is what comes up in Holiday Joy. It says, oftentimes the desire to please others causes neglect of personal needs and want. This blend invites individuals to evaluate their motivations of self-validation, compulsion or guilt. While on the surface this self-sacrifice may seem altruistic, inappropriate giving leads to resentment in both the giver and the receiver and is not sustainable. Holiday Joy teaches that personal energy conservation and balanced giving combined with a nurtured sense of self lead to the healthiest relationships and the most joyful holiday celebrations. Yeah, so needing that feeling of having a holiday or taking care of oneself 
so that we can go out there and be a light to the world. All right, so something hiding in our C1. So that's the top bone just under your skull. So that fight or flight feeling is hiding in there. The C1 is also connected to the sleeping difficulties. So our C1 can react. It's like the, the circuit breaker for allergies, but we can have allergies to our feelings. All right, so the ego has been injured is what comes up. Ah, generational stuff here as well. Dad's side, dad's dad, and the women on that side. All right, so let's say I feel the light. Sometimes we can be around people and we can just feel that they're good people. And, you know, to feel that it's almost like we sent little messages from other people because we can feel their goodness or their care or perhaps someone, you know, has just something they say to us helps us on a particular day. So feeling that we have light, feeling that we have people connecting to us or being aware of us. So now we have to go into trust. Basic mistrust can sometimes be a reflection of our belief that you have to do life all by yourself, that you are on your own. Trust in a nutshell is a knowledge that you do not have to do life all on your own. To trust ourselves, our true selves, is to see the difference between our divine nature and our ego. We are not our myriad of thoughts telling us that we are ugly and incapable, that the world is scary and unfriendly. We are the observer of those thoughts. Trust more in the observer and not the ego. The world is our mirror and the lens of trust will change our experience. I trust my intuition with unwavering security. It's safe for me to trust my partner, and even if you haven't met them yet. I trust my body's ability to return to full health. I'm worthy and deserving of others' trust. And if you're an energy worker, I trust my muscle testing. Uh, That's got generational patterns to it. Dad's side, dad's dad, and the men. Okay, so now we're going into the brow chakra again. I rely on my internal counsel. I'm believing in unlimited possibilities. I accept my spiritual vision. My skills are good enough to assist others. I gratefully hold on to all the loving memories. I easily release all outside influences not in harmony with my highest and greatest good. I'm balanced in my discipline. I'm releasing all of my old outdated behaviours that no longer serve me. I have unlimited possibilities. I'm connected to my future. So now we're going to go into the value of patience. Sometimes we have to have patience with ourselves, don't we? Sometimes we have very little patience for ourselves or for others. I'm patient with myself when I make mistakes. I know this too shall pass and there is always light at the end of the tunnel which I really like that because I think we have to believe that there is light, even though it's a dark patch right now, we have to believe that there is light. I choose to be patient with those around me when I'm in pain. My patience runs long and deep for I understand the worth of each soul. So now we have grid lines in the arm, so four vertical lines. So now we're going into the tenth chakra. Um, What's coming up is light sensitivity. So some people love light and need more light and some people don't cope well with light. Some people need more light, some people need less or some people need filtered light. But I think right now with the lockdown here that we need to get out in the sun and we need to feel the sun on our faces and on our backs 
and to allow our vitamin D levels to be higher. Sun as much as you can and supplement as well if you can't sun. Uh, food addictions are coming up here. and I know that can be our go-to when we're stressed, we want to eat. Okay, reactions to feelings. Dad's side, genes, dad's mum's side and the women. Uh, disowning what's happening in life is what comes up. And I guess that's a little bit about what's happening at the moment, isn't it? Um, Margaret's mentioned cravings but not touching. Go you, Margaret. You're a powerhouse. <laughs> All right, so underlying virus affecting your stomach. Uh, so generational patterns affecting the stomach. Dad's side again. Dad's dad and the men. So I'd say even though I have cravings, I love, accept and forgive myself. Love is weak. And some generational baggage here from mum's side of the family, mum's mum and the women. And often that's how we were soothed when we were children, you know. Uh, we would be given something to eat to take our mind off our feelings. And so we do that. We self-soothe with food. Okay, so cranial faults where the bones in the head aren't correct. A plug-in and adjustment. All right, so life plan. I live my life in full purpose. Oh, Catherine, that's wonderful. Catherine says, I've actually overcome emotional eating. Thank goodness. Very good. Okay, so we do need to live in full purpose, don't we? I'm worthy of my own love and attention. My capacity to learn continues to improve each day. I'm able to make a successful outcome from each trial in life. I acknowledge my achievements thus far and feel enthusiasm to continue my upward journey. I'm worthy of making the effort to change. So Catherine's mentioned here, I do have a problem feeling that I'm accomplishing my life purpose. Okay. Uh, something very young in there, age two. So what was happening when you were two? Another affirmation, I'm constantly changing for the best. My motives are pure. Light is always stronger than the dark. I like that one. I allow my feelings to motivate me and guide the direction my path takes. I take my inner child by the hand and lovingly lead them to higher ground. Others are fine with my success. My business and I support each other uh, through periods of growth and learning. Oh, thanks, Margaret. She said all the affirmations have been great. My spiritual growth and my understanding of life are continually broadened and are reflected in the accomplishment of my goals. Now, when we test affirmations and they're weak, it's like we need to clear energy around them so they become strong and true for us because there's no point saying an affirmation if it's not true or strong. My growth is enjoyable, though at times challenging. I love who I am and who I'm becoming. All right, so um, on feeling your purpose, there's a generational component from mum, just mum, and some stuck emotions. All right, feeling instability in present situation. And we, we talk about the camp of fear and the camp of faith. So in the camp of fear, there's only self-preservation. In the camp of faith, we can have growth and learning. So if we're living in fear or we don't feel stable or safe, we can't learn. So it's important to have stability, to feel that we are safe and, and able to move forward. So we can't expect ourselves to move if we don't feel safe and comfortable. Now, it doesn't mean that progress won't take you out, out of your comfort zone because it definitely will. 
Right, so Catherine's talking about the instability is hers, yeah, which comes from your mum. She didn't feel stable and uh, I guess that led to instability in the family because she was unstable. All right, so something in T8 now. Unsatisfied with life but resistant to change. So lacking vitality comes up as well. So we're going to plug in as if you've had an adjustment. And also something in T12, which is the lowest thoracic vertebra, and it's the deep-seated belief that you deserve to suffer and struggle, holding on to guilt from the past, which stops you from moving forward. So let's say I'm free to move forward. Again, generational baggage, mum's side, mum's mum, and the women, sorry, and the men. Okay, so how's that arm going? And how's the mind feeling about sleeping? So there's also a generational component to the sleeping problem. Catherine's mentioned that's my mother. She said to me once that God must have created her to suffer. Well, I think we all came here to learn and we learn through difficult experiences. So some generational baggage on dad's dad's size and the arm's good. Okay, thank you, Catherine. And the men. Okay. Thank you for those that jumped on and participated. It does help make it easier to clear energy when you have people to work with. Keep looking for the light. You are the light to other people. So keep being yourself. Anything generous or good that you're prompted to do, please do it. You will make a difference to someone else. Okay. See you.